Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown, and today is the day to create the life that you want. <laughs> I love saying that every day. I love starting this daily podcast the exact same way. I say it as a constant and consistent reminder to let you know that you are the author of your life, nobody else. Well, I say that cautiously because I I do believe God has a final say in anything and everything that we do. But while we're here on earth, we have a huge say in how we live our life. I tell my son every single day the lives we lead are based upon the decisions that we make. And you know something? He says, oh, you and Daddy are all right. I said, you know why Daddy and I are all right? Because we made right decisions many years ago. And, I, you know, my son will be uh, 20 years old the end of this week. I cannot believe that I have a son who's going to be 20 years old. It just blows my mind. But you know what? I tell him we made a lot of bad decisions. You know, we messed up our credit. You know, I bought a car when I was 19 years old. I, I, I'll never forget. I bought a Hyundai Excel, brand new, and I put it on my American Express card. <laughs> I mean, I was like 19 years old. I had no clue what I was doing. You know, my parents taught me a little bit about credit, but uh, not that much. And, you know, I, I made some bad mistakes, and I have to say, through my 20s, I paid dearly for it. But as you get older, we realize the lives we lead are truly based upon the decisions that we make every single day. So I'm very, very proud and happy to come to you every single day and remind you that today is the day to create the life that you want. It really is all about you making a decision about what you want and going for it. So I do want to share that with you. And you know, we have to put a heavy dose of Jesus in there because we can't forget that Jesus is our guiding light. And uh, that's kind of what I wanted to talk a little bit about today. Just... um, how to listen to your inner guidance. You know, I I, I share, um, you know, a lot with everybody, but really I had to learn the not-so-easy way, how to listen to, to, to the Lord's leading. And for those of you who um, may not go to church or may not share the same belief, um, you can tr- Flip that word into universal laws, universal principles, whatever works for you. Please don't get so jaded by religion and the Lord that you abruptly tune out of the message that I'm sharing with you. Unless you're an atheist, and I've said this before, this is not the show for you. I speak for all people to all people. So just let's not get too hung up in the words. I just believe in God and Jesus Christ. So that's the position from which I come. But I remember when I was really trying, this was years ago, like when I was like 32, trying to figure out what what is my purpose here? What am I supposed to be doing here? And the, I did what a lot of normal people do. You turn on the TV and you start watching televangelists. And, you know, I watched Joyce Meyer and Creflo Dollar and T.D. Jakes and Joel Osteen because they, they purchased the most face time. But I realized 
tapping into your inner guidance is so much bigger than that. I mean, it is way, 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 way bigger. And it's for me, it has been a trial and error process. And as of late, I'm using the um, – the, I just call the word just escaped me. I'm using the, uh, oh, it'll come to me in a second. When, the comparison, I guess, that's the word I'll use for right now, of a compass because you you need a compass to guide a ship, which is huge. You use a compass, you know, for mathematical equations when you're trying to figure out certain things. So I think it's just very apropos just to, to talk about discovering your inner compass and trying to figure out from an inside point of view how you have to really navigate the waters, no pun intended, called your life. So I, I actually wrote something the other day, um, and, you know, I'm a writer, and I'm going to share with you uh, just something that I wrote, and then I'll get back into um, just really how to tap in and listen to your inner guidance. And so this is what I wrote on Sunday evening, just at a quiet time in my house, just sigh by herself. Are you ready to discover your compass? Are you really ready to tap into your inner guidance? Are you really, really ready to rely solely upon the single source that truly navigates the waters of your, your life? I'm glad because let's search together how to find the buried treasure called you. Yep, you guessed it. I believe the real you is buried way below sea level. Before we start our journey, please accept my sincerest gratitude for allowing me into your space. You reading this book affirms to me that I'm trustworthy and that I'm on the right track for what God has for Saida. Discovering my compass was not easy. In fact, it took almost six years. You want to know why? Because I fought the process from every angle. I wanted change. I wanted what God had in store for me, but I wanted it delivered Saida's way, not the way it was meant to be delivered. But then again, that was all part of me discovering my compass. Thank you for your trust, your love, and your open and receptive spirit. I want everyone to live a life of bliss and happiness. And I know now, once I discovered my compass, that I have the ability to create life, to create the life that I want that includes optimum health, loving relationships, spiritual awareness, and total life prosperity. I look forward to being your shipmate on our amazing journey. Now, I wrote that. I guess I'm thinking I'm probably going to end up writing another book from that. <laughs> but that's uh, that's really um, that. I guess it's probably going to be the opening of a book that I'll pen at some point. But I really want to just share a couple of things that I use as my guiding principles when trying to know if I'm making the right or wrong decision. And that's something that's asked of me a lot, especially since I speak so much to young people um, in a ministerial capacity. Um, I'm not formally trained as a minister, but I definitely act in that capacity just as a beacon of light um, for, for the lives of young people. First of all, I think everybody knows the difference between right and wrong. I I, I think and I really believe every single person knows the difference between right and wrong. Even if the person is doing bad things, you know the difference between right and wrong. That's something that's intrinsic to all people. Now, whether you choose to act on it is totally, totally different, but you know the difference between right and wrong. So using that as the starting point, I'll move forward. One thing I know when I'm trying to make a decision and I'm trying to hear God and I want to know what God wants for my life, I always ask, does it line up with the Bible? Starting right there. And even if you're not 
I have not, and I have to confess, read the Bible from cover to cover, but I would like to think I pretty much know what's inside because it's a process to continue to read it. But does it line up with what God wants? That is the first thing I think about. Is this the right thing? Is it the right thing, and does it line up with the Word of God? For those that may not read the Bible or have too much experience with the Bible, I always say take a piece of paper, fold it in half, write yes and no at the top, and then write down what you're going to do or write down what you're contemplating. That's going to give you a solid gauge if what you're doing is on the right track. Does it line up with God's word? Does it line up with what God wants? Does it line up with the teachings of Jesus Christ? That is really where you need to start from. And anything after that kind of just falls by the wayside because Jesus Christ was the perfect example of man, the perfect example of man. No flaws, no animosity, no hatred, no, uh, no uh, jealousy, no envy. If we ever want to figure out how we can navigate our life, go right to, and it sounds kind of cliche-ish, but what would Jesus do? And I have to tell you, and I'll share, because I'll just share, I'm not perfect. There's a lot of things that I've done to people very unintentionally that have damaged relationships, just because I've gone through my own bouts with depression and things like that. But you know what? You always, I always have to look back, what would Jesus want for my life? What would God want for my life? Because when you're looking for your inner guidance, God speaks directly to us through intuition. When you get a hunch, when you get a feeling, when you get a nudge, whenever you think something told me, that's not a something falling from the stars. That's God offering you tips and wisdom to navigate whatever challenge is coming your way. And the beautiful thing about that is once you really start to tap into that source of energy and power, it starts to be the guiding force in all of your decisions. And I'm telling you not what I think or not what I read in a book. I'm telling you what you know. And so now I'm finally at a point in my life where I really don't want to walk out of the will of God and walk in opposition to universal laws and principles because I know it's going to have a rotten ending. I know it's absolutely going to have a rotten ending. So why even test it? I try to explain stuff like that to my son. You know, he's 19, and then I've got my 15-year-old. But that 19 is a prickly age. He's trying to figure out his own way. He doesn't want to be under his mom's skirt. He wants to explore life. And you know what? As a parent, it's extremely difficult to be reserved and pulled back because you kind of see them, like, heading toward the edge of the mountain. But you're like, don't go there. But you know what? they got to walk right to the edge. So I'm really trying to teach my children, and I've done it, you know, since they were little, but really teach them how to tap into their inner source of power, into the Holy Spirit that lives in each one of us. Now, the degree in which you use it, the degree in which you allow the Holy Spirit to live and maneuver and, and, and get busy inside of you is up to you. But it's something that takes time to cultivate. It's, it's something that takes time to develop. Um, and then really you have to rely on your gift of discernment. 
Because when you rely on your gift of discernment, it allows you to distinguish between what's God, what's right, and what's garbage. But again, that gift has to be developed and cultivated and utilized for the good. You know, you don't use it, you lose it. I know you've heard that all the time. You 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 uh, lose it. No, you don't use it, you lose it. I be, I'm a big, a big believer of that. So if we have the gift of having the indwelling spirit of God to give us direction in all areas of our life, health, relationship, marriage, how to make coffee. <laughs> I'm looking at my coffee right now. Should I use two scoops or three? You could ask God for that information too. <laughs> But once you really start to use your gift of discernment, that gift becomes stronger and more powerful. I just want to share something very, very quickly. Uh, on Sunday, we're, we're visiting my husband's parents right now, which is not in the same state as New York. And uh, on Sunday, my mother-in-law cooked, and she had some family come over. And, you know, I was gracious. You know, she we were sitting outside under this big, huge tree, and I went inside and got water and, you know, some ice and cut slices of cake, you know, just stuff that you do on a Sunday after everybody, you know, communion, so you're in church forever on Sunday. Um, so everyone came over, and all they kept saying is, you're so nice. You're so nice. And finally, as they were leaving, I um, had copies of my first book, From Hip Hop to Heaven, in the car. And I went into the car and I gave, you know, some of his family members copies. I said, you know, this is, and I said, I said this with love. I said, you know what, it's so amazing that you were able to identify that I'm nice but didn't really pick up on the fact that it's just God working through me. And it's not a, a diss or a disrespect, but, you know, that's what it is. It's not that Saeed is that nice or Saeed is, wants to get you cake and water. It's That's the spirit of God that you have to allow to work through you at all times. So I wanted to share that with you. Um, that's a question that I'm asked a lot. I want to do a piece on how to hear from God, uh, but I have to do a little bit more research and kind of go back. Uh, but that's another question that's asked of me frequently, how to listen to your inner guidance and also how do you hear from God. So that's very, very important. And that's something that I think is worthy of, of a conversation and dialogue at some point. Um, maybe it's something I'll research, but it's not something that I can slap together. Just want to give, oh, my goodness, hi, Pastor Montau McDonald. Oh, my goodness, I have a lot of people in the chat room. I'm so sorry I missed everybody. Oh, my goodness, that's what I get for not paying attention. Big shout-out to Net um, Dropping Seed Radio, who has a show on Blog Talk Radio on Saturday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I see we have a guest. I was so busy talking into the mic, didn't even see the people were in my chat room. Sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I love you all, and I'll see you tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. It's your girl, Cy Brown, right here for LifeRemixRadio.com. Peace.